0: Hey everybody, this is your host, Big J Money here, and I am excited to announce that the J Money Talks Podcast is now officially on Apple Podcasts. That's right, every episode, past, present, and future will now be on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify and YouTube. If you are interested, go into the link in the description and follow the J Money Talks Podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow up, give that a rating, and share it around with everybody. Also, follow and share on share the Spotify link to everyone as well. Also, give that a rating as Spotify now does ratings now. And also, be sure to leave a like, share, and subscribe to the Gemini Talks podcast channel on YouTube. We have a lot of things coming in 2022 outs with not just podcasts, but also other content as well. You don't want to miss it. Now, let's get to the show. Money Money Club. Club, big, big. Sir, yes, sir. Check out the brand new intro to the podcast. Your boy is stepping up this year in twenty twenty two. Anyways, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the brand new episode of the J My Talks podcast. This is the first episode of the year of twenty twenty two, and is episode number twenty four. So this is Kobe episode number two. So. Here we go. We got a lot of stuff to cover. A lot of things I've talked about. Last uh, we actually did an episode on New Year's Eve. We actually did an episode on New Year's Eve. Um, same thing. We actually did multiple episodes on multiple streams on the J My Doc Podcast Channel. We reacted to the Alabama-Cincinnati College Football Playoff both po- football playoff games as well as you in a live episode. We did a lot of things during New Year's Eve, so if you actually intended uh, any of the live stream of the free live streams, wherever you joined one of them, and or you joined all three of them at one time, thank you guys very much for your support, for joining in. Um, we have a lot of things to talk about, a lot of things to cover. First of all, we have, I mean, one of these we mentioned was about New Year's resolutions on the podcast, and various, a lot of things. So... What is going on with me right now? Like, now this week, I actually am pretty much tired. I'm a little like, uh, not, i kind of a little exhausted, a little being up, mainly because I've been working. I'm been going back, starting to go back to the gym, and the gym is kind of kicking my ass a little bit. I won't say a little bit. Also, I've been, also, and everything is, I've been trying to at least walk. A good amount try to at least at least get a 5,000 steps in minimum every day so I say this uh, how did how is my week gone the first week of my year's resolution so far first three days gone good until like Thursday we actually end up having a uh, snowfall constantly us every day and it's hiss hit us and Basically, somehow our city did not be prepared for. I guess not be prepared yet. We kind of knew about it for like days, and they hardly put snow down at all. And basically, when the snowfall did become a thing, they actually let the kids out like at eleven, like early as hell. Right, snow time, of snowfall, and Monovers. Like it didn't, and the thing is, it did not rain at all. Like there's the, and the key things about it is like there's no, there was no rain. It was like pretty much plain, plain cl- sunny and cloudy. Like they had like ample like like at least sun, at least that Monday, mo- that Wednesday morning, well that Thursday morning, early Thursday morning to just put salt down. Put a little salt down, maybe brine put that brine solution on the on the roads, you know. And they did not that hardly ever did shit so roads are kind of horrendous. I say downtown's kinda of horrendous, like racely like I have not I've been inside this whole apartment since I the last time since I worked out Wednesday and I stayed inside. Like, is a kind of a light day, a recovery-type day, I think, so I'm pretty much just chilling. I'm probably trying to get my 5,000 steps in, and I probably, I did not do that, so. I said, first three days, I actually did pretty good. I actually did get my 5,000-plus steps in, but this week I didn't. Actually, how many did I get? Actually, I can look that up right now, actually. actually look that up right now. I guess my phone is pretty much my pedometer. It did have a... did have something, but it broke. I mean, I have 249 steps? So, yeah, I didn't have much, but, like, the past three days, I had, like, Monday, 6,022 steps, Tuesday, 6,402 steps, Wednesday, 6,488, so I was getting, like, at least 6,000, so... Yeah, it, it is, at this point I'm like, it is what it is, like it's just gonna be, I mean it is, it is Friday so I might I might do something depending on how, nah screw it, I'll probably wait till tomorrow, <laughs> till tomorrow, like I'll, I mean I'm probably gonna get do something when I get off, just get done recording, like I'm probably gonna, I'm probably gonna do, since today's Pretty much me doing, like, legs. I'll probably do some squats and, like, some lunges in-house. So, so some lunges in-house, mainly. So, that's not that big of a deal. And then, probably, I guess, to find somewhere doing cardio, I'll probably be... I can, like, shower box in uh I can do, like, some shower boxing stuff in the in my apartment. It's not, it's not, uh, it's kind of a very decent sized apartment, so I'll probably do something like that. <sighs> so, yeah, next, main thing is, try to drink a ton more water. Try at least get a glass, try to get a, a full then, basically, this is, like, halfway full, because I actually didn't really refill it last night. So, so yeah, I'll probably... So, I think I have basically about to drink this, and then refill this up again and try to drink the next 30, so... My goal is to get, like, 30 at least two bottles, and this is like, this is fills up to 30 ounces, so, it's, uh, it's what it is, so, so, at least, get to, like, 60, at least, so, it's better than nothing, so, yeah, um, uh, how am I doing in terms of weight? I'm kind of alright, I started Monday at, like, 296.2, I think Tuesday lost, like, two pounds, Tuesday and Wednesday. Between, like, Tuesday and Wednesday, I kind of lost. Some ways, some days like, it's kind of rebounding, but... But, it's actually not bad. I'm like, I think the, next, the big thing is, for me, is just try to not eat a lot of bad stuff. A lot of bad stuff. Which, let me just say, Thursday, I kind of just, like, because of the snow, I just said... You know what, like, I'm gonna, I just want pizza, and wings, and, uh, probably pasta, so, I ordered Domino's, so, I ordered Domino's, so, yeah, that was bad, so, yeah, I pretty much just had my one bad day be Thursday, so, I'll just bounce back. So, I'm bounced back today, so, today and like the rest of the weekend, probably, uh, fast for doing my fasting and all that stuff, so, I'm just, uh, I don't know why I'm, I'm out talking, Kevin Hart, I'm talking, I'm just, I'm kind of, my brain's kind of in a fog, so, I'm sorry, because I try to get at least 9 a.m you know where to like go to the gym do like my personal stuff like probably like writing like pretty much my own like story stuff with Major boy and like get a couple other things done um, I'm actually I've been creating reworking on my resume so I can go because I'm actually trying to look for another job basically work on getting a my regular day job basically start working a Different, pretty much get work uh job that's like pays, born like works nine hours. Because I'm trying to save money to actually move out of this apartment. Because yeah, the first is here's the thing about this apartment. I for one bedroom apartment for one bedroom apartment, it's not bad for price. like what I'm paying for. So I'm paying like five seventy five a month first one-bedroom apartment, and the location where I'm at is good, is just trying, it's just the main thing that I am having issues with, roaches, pretty much there are some things that are, that need to be fixed and or kept up, need to be taken, taken out, and hasn't been done yet. Another thing is the, uh, like, one of the hard issues about this place is because the people who own this apartment complex is based mostly in Indiana, like, right across the bridge. So, trying to, like, get stuff done, get my rent paid up, I have to travel to Indiana pretty much from... Pretty much, my dad picking me up and driving me to Indiana, and I know what you're thinking, like, don't you have a driver's license or a car? Sadly, no, because I never I had a learner's permit, and I let that expire. So I actually need to renew my learner's permit and get my driver's license. I have insurance. I need to. I have interest. I mean, not insurance. I I mean, interest in doing in game my learn from it again and learn to drive and actually get my driver's license so yeah i need to do that so one thing is like i can afford like i can afford it's like a one of the few apartments that i can afford at this price range so, that's why, one, basically we're going to work at a newer job so I can afford, save money on and afford a more better apartment. Much more better apartment. Um, that's one. Number two, number two, work on my own projects and stuff and like, do my own things and and eventually start saving money and actually use that money to pay for pay for other bills pay for a few other bills cover well pay off some uh, debts basically basically some credit cards some loan basic credit cards some stuff is like a loan, personal loan some things are like other bills and such so let's just say it's your I have a lot on my plate here, so let's just say I'm working on it. And as is one of those things about being an adult living on your own. So if you're if you're at least 18 as it is, if you lit if you are thinking at 18, like oh it's g- it can't be that bad. <laughs> It can be bad if you don't have some form of game plan. So, I'll say this to anyone at the age of 18 that's looking for to live on their own. Game plan before... Have a simple, plain plan of action to live on your own before you decide to move out, out of mom and dad's basement or whatever. So... And there's no shame of you staying with your parents later even after 18. It's no issue of that at all. Like, don't be ashamed of doing it. I did that. Because I lived with my family until I was 21 and basically wanted to get my own place. It was interested in getting my own place, saving up for my own place. I and up having my own place with my sister. 22, 21, and basically within a year, I pretty much got evicted, and there's nothing wrong with you living, moving back in with your parents at 22, and then at 20, and living over them for two years, start saving money, and actually coming up with a plan of living on your own again, So at this time around, I'm probably not getting evicted, I'm just pretty much growing up pay off the rest of the leases and find a place of number place that's better than, than the situation I'm at so because trying to call them for pretty much issues is sort of like pulling teeth out pulling teeth because every time I call them either no one's at that office They have a 24 hour maintenance number, which actually does not work work whatsoever. (laughs) There is, there are roaches, plenty of them. There are plenty of maintenance stuff that is an issue. Like for example, I'm dealing with like a door, like a sliding door, that's pretty much off its track. Which honestly just needs to get replaced. I did mention like this dishwasher. It did work at first and then it just stopped working. Like the. It said. I think he said something about the pump wasn't working properly. Which usually drains water out. I mean. There were some cabinet doors that are pretty much off hinge. And also, I, And I think I've. And I think I've mentioned the roach thing. That was number one thing. And as I mentioned, like right when I was signing the lease papers, like I said, like because right before I moved in here, because my next door neighbor is actually my older sister, and, and this was before I moved in here, and right when and right as this apartment was available, next door was available, that this that this window right behind me. There was a hole in one of those windows. And I'm certain, like... And it was... And here's the thing. Like, the person who lived here prior... Had, like, food and, like, a bunch of stuff in here that... Was pretty much left out. And pretty much roaches probably came into this apartment and... Pretty much ran roughshod. Like, I am pretty much deal with roaches. A ton of roaches all the time... From, because from, because 99% of them pretty much in the kitchen here. Some of them are crawling around. Some of them get on this dining room table. Like, some of them are probably on the same as I'm recording right this second. Pretty much, I have some on this workstation, my workstation, which is right over here. I would pretty much see them constantly on, like, the keyboard I'm, like, I'm typing stuff on. I have them in the bathroom. I have some in, like, some are in the the bedroom. (laughs) Like, I somehow, I'll either wake up or I find them in my, crawling on my bed. Literally on my bed. So, either on my bed or on me while I'm sleeping in the bed. So... I don't even. So, yeah, this is the only thing that's been an issue for a while now. I. I even. If, I don't know if I signed. I would not sign up for. This. I've. I signed up for me living in this apartment. I didn't sign up for me and living with roaches. And if, the, if I was in the leasing papers, how come I'm paying. How come. I'm paying, I shouldn't be paying full this bill. <laughs> so I was like, so the sale's like, where are the roaches part of rent then? The roaches owe me. <laughs> so i make some money. If not, I'm gonna need you to, to do y'all job and evict these motherfuckers out of my apartment. <laughs> because this is too much. This is too much. And yeah, it's like the property management company, I'm not gonna put their name out there. I should say, they are notorious for, pretty much, for being bad. So, let's just say, they pretty much made the first property managers of the last apartment I lived in way better in comparison. I mean, I'm... I mean, they're bad, don't get me wrong, but they are, like, a step above them. Like, they actually made the first property managers... Like, the marriage is like a five-star luxury hotel. Like, that's how bad these guys are. So, I'm probably going to be moving out... If in the next... Hopefully, within in the next three or four months. My sister, she's going to be trying to leave next month... Two months, at best. She's probably... She's actually thinking of renting a house. She's going to be renting a house, pretty much, because... My sister has a German Shepherd puppy who's like 7 months old. By the way, you may have seen her actually in uh, in the recent uh, during the live stream because I actually brought her in on the last live stream during the Michigan Georgia game. Brought her on just to say hi to her. Say hi to her because I actually had a couple points had to take her out to, you know, use the restroom. So so yeah, that's so that's something. Um, don't move on. I like the apartment. I like the area. It's just there are a lot of I just don't like the property management people. So keep that in mind. apartment's good. It's good for its for the price I'm paying. I like the area I'm at. It's pretty much seventy percent suburban, forty percent hood because I'm living like. Practically right uh, downtown, pretty much downtown, nearby U of L's campus. So, I'm in uh, that neighborhood. I'm like right across the street from like a police re-tank, So, if like anyone decides to break into the apartment, I can just call someone. I can call 911, and I'm um, certain a police officer can be there within a five minutes, within least five minutes or less so I'm I'm like I'm good like I know I'm straight and like going out to eat is probably not hard because there's like a plenty of restaurants like right I'm within five feet from like a restaurant like if I want like I don't really need Domino's or Papa John's really if I want pizza I can actually order I can just go to uh so I live nearby a of place, like, literally one to two blocks down, and I can just place an order and pick it up, like, easily. Easily. I'm nearby, like, a few convenience stores. I'm, like, I like, buy like, Jamaican restaurant. I'm nearby, like, a Chinese restaurant. Like, I'm... Like, me? I this. That's why one of the things is kind of trying to not eat out as much. That's why... Let's just say when I moved here, let's just say eating out it was kind of easy to do because I'm nearby a lot of places. And uh, yeah, now I'm not trying to do that much. I'm trying to at least limit it to at least at least on Sundays at best. Or maybe at least w- maybe once in a few days. Like, like just yesterday I just ordered like dominoes do like that like one time maybe at least one or two times and then the rest of the time be clean like I'm trying to be like 85% clean 15% dirty so I was like like I can just be clean Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday which is like three days straight fall off once and then I can just bounce back today and tomorrow tomorrow and then still have a cheat meal on Sunday so that's kind of that's gonna be the that's kind of the factoring thing there. But um yeah, that's not that big of a deal. I'm not that uh crazy over it. So I'm um I'm good. So so far I'm good. I'm pretty much just uh, enjoying myself, enjoying like the uh, enjoying myself in, like, but I'm like the barman. Just barman, manager people. Screw me over. I'm pretty much just done with it, so. It is what it is. Guys, it is what it is. Alright. Let's move on to some important matters. Uh, I guess let's talk about, uh, I guess we'll talk about Deportes. Let's start with, I guess I'll talk about little Deportes real quick. Uh, I guess the number one thing is, of course, NFL. This is pretty much, we have come towards the very, very end of the playoffs. Of the NFL playoffs. Okay, so, this week, because right now, we already have, because in the end, so we have 11 playoff spots already have been clinched. Right now, there are two, because the final wall card spots for the NFC and the AFC is available, and there's a couple division titles left on the line. So, there are six teams already clinched. Already six teams, already clinched. Uh, the Packers are going to be the number one seed, and our AFC North champs. The NBA Bay Buccaneers have clinched the South, and the, and the Dallas Cowboys have clinched the East. The NFC title is up for grabs between the Eagle, between the Arizona Cardinals and the LA Rams. Uh, the goal is, I think, the, the current leader for that is the Rams. Hold that top seat. Hold the NFC West title and the and the number 2 seed Cardinals have are still have clinched it, have clinched a playoff berth, but they're going to be at the 5 seed. So, that means it is that means for in order for Arizona to take the take the NFC West they would have to, one, beat to Seattle Seahawks at home. And for the LA Rams to lose to the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers, which is going to be on Sunday. On Sunday. And then there is the final NFC wildcard spot, which is available. Right now, the Eagles already hold that lead, hold that. So... Right now the last wildcard spot is on the line and that is going to be and that is held by the San Francisco 49ers. So in order for that to happen, they would either A have to beat the Rams. Would have to beat the Rams in order to stay in the playoffs. Because if not, the teams that are available. Teams that are already available is the Saints. The other team that's available is the Saints. In order for the Saints, for in order for 49ers to get in, they would either have to A, clinch with either a win or the Saints to lose to the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons. In order for the Saints to make it to the playoffs, they would need a win and a 49ers loss. To the Rams. And for the NFC as uh, title, same same thing. Cardinals need to clinch the West with NFC West with a win and a Rams loss. And the Rams need to clinch the NFC West with a win or a Cardinals loss. So that is cleared. Right now we have five teams that are already clinched playoff first in the AFC. Titans got the first, are pretty much gonna be the number one seed. Practically have the NFC, AFC number one seed. They would get the first round by. Chiefs are already clinched the AFC West. They're the second seed. The Bengals are currently the free are the free seed and have clinched and are clinched a. And are the AFC North champions, and the Bills, and the Patriots are both. Are both. Contending for the AFC East title. The Bills can clinch it with a win or Patriots loss. And the Patriots can clinch with a win. And a Bills loss. Patriots can face off against the Miami Dolphins in Miami. And as recent history has told us that so it's like the Patriots in Miami somehow have somehow find ways of losing these games when they're playing against the Dolphins in Miami is a weird thing. It gets weird sometimes. And then there is free free games and then there are still an AFC AFC wildcard spot available too. In fact two actually. For in order for multiple for most uh, for multiple clips for multiple scenarios have to happen in order to clinch a playoff berth, playoff berth. For the Colts, they are a win and you're in. For the Raiders, win and you're in. And for the Chargers, a win or a tie and you're in. So, the teams that need to win and have to have some miracles is this. For the Steelers, win they need a win, the Colts to lose, and the Chargers in the Raiders game to not end in some form of tie. In a tie. And the uh, last possible team is the Baltimore Ravens, who have a chance to make it to the playoff berth. They need to do is have a win, have the Colts lose, the Chargers lose, and the Dolphins to lose. Lose in the games. That means this, basically. In order, if basically my team, the Ravens, to get in, they have to beat this Pittsburgh Steelers in Baltimore at one o'clock. Then they have to. As the same time that game ends, they are hoping the Jacksonville Jaguars have clinched the upset, pretty much the mother of offsets against the Colts. The Colts. Then. They have to wait then they'll have to wait at four twenty-five to see the Patriots take on the Dolphins and hopefully the Patriots beat the Dolphins in Miami. And then finally at eight twenty PM twenty PM they have to watch the LA Chargers and Raiders play and hope the Raiders win against the Chargers. Basically, if a, if you're a Raven fan, basically, basically you are practically, if you are watching this, I am wondering, like, how much, that's actually, so this is like, if you're a Ravens fan, and this is a parlay of how you get in a, if you bet on a parlay for this, it is a Ravens win, Jaguars win, a Raiders win, and a Dolphins, and a Patriots win, is how you would need, in order to clinch a playoff berth. For the Steelers, it's pretty much simply a win, Colts beating the Dol... Jaguars beating the Colts, and the Chargers-Raiders game's not ending in some tie. Just, one of y'all has to win, and we are in. So... Yeah, it is... That's a crazy thing. So, the most possible ones is probably either the Colts pretty much getting in, which will probably eliminate us. And the Steelers, depending, either way, if we win, and the Colts somehow will still win, we're still out by default. So, it don't matter, we're still eliminated by default. Because we need them to lose. So, Chargers losing to the Raiders, which I'm kind of hoping, I'm kind of betting, I'm thinking the Raiders might have a chance in that one. Especially since that is in Vegas. Yeah, that's in Vegas. So it's a home game there. And pretty much Dolphins, Patriots beating the Dolphins. I'm thinking they can beat the Dolphins. But since practically, but since pretty much, but the thing about games like this, somehow crazier things have happened. So... But this thing, about the last game, there's a lot of stakes in this thing. Somehow, a lot of things can go good. Some things can go bad. I'm just like, I'm just like at this point. My thing is just with this season. I'm like, I say it's after watching the season and like watching these injuries and stuff happen. Even if the uh, even if the Ravens don't make it in. I still kind of want them to at least beat. Only thing I'm just weighing at this point is like... They kind of... Ravens kind of shouldn't have been in this situation. Because... The Ravens lost five straight. Three out of those five games were... Pretty much one point losses. For example... Like, for example... If we look at like... I say Patriot Steelers. I say the first drive... If the first drive didn't get any in them getting intercepted in the end zone, that right there, and then also if they actually... If that ended with them scoring a touchdown or a field goal, the possibility of them having to go for two at the end to beat them wouldn't have existed. Same thing with the Packers. Like The first drive we went down the field... And we decided to go for it on fourth and goal. And in a game against... And we're playing... We're starting... And this is our second start with our backup QB, Tyler Huntley. Instead of, like, going for it, we could have just kicked a field goal. We would have been up free. And if the first drive... And if the Packers' drive ended in what we did was, like, I think a free and out... We went down the field again and scored another touchdown. We would have been up already ten nothing. Ten actually, we would have been up like seventeen nothing because of then I think another drive. Because I think I think two drives back to back we scored two touchdowns, so we were already. No, I think at that point we were seventeen to seven. Like we uh, we are, I think we we're up 14-7 at halftime. But if we just kicked a field goal first drive went down the field, scored a touchdown, or a field goal second drive, we would have been up 21-7, and then at the end, we would have won, like, 34... We would have won, like, 34 to 31, or 30... i say 30... What would it have been? 42 to 31, or something like that. Like, on all honesty... There were a couple... Like, if we weren't aggressive in that game where we actually had to, like, do things, we would have won that one. The Browns game. I think if we actually... I don't have much of a Browns game. I think if we didn't go for two on one... I think on one position we went for two and we failed. And I think we failed. So, there are multiple things, like... If you... I don't remember much about the Browns, how we kind of lost that game there. But if like but those two, one, two big games, like Pittsburgh, the first Pittsburgh game, we won that game in Pittsburgh, and uh, won the Green Bay game in Baltimore. If we had two of those losses changed up. Two of those losses changed up. And I think recently the Rams game, if we just actually did better with... If our offense was better... If we just change any of those free, at least two of those free games, or possibly all three of those losses, and convert those things to wins, we wouldn't be talking about the possibility of trying. To, we wouldn't be needing this game to win, and basically all of these random things, especially if we're depending on the Jaguars, who are two and fourteen, who's playing, who's Pretty much have a, has an interim head coach and is going up against the Colts, Indianapolis Colts, who's pretty much already guaranteed in, pretty much guaranteed, dang near guaranteed a win. A, uh, who's pretty much guaranteed themselves a win. <laughs> pretty much guaranteed themselves by simply just playing and winning. playing, And I'm thinking they can beat the Colts easily. So, in other words, congratulations. So, congratulations to... So, my thing is this. Who's going to get in? I'm guessing it's going to be the Colts. And probably... I'm going to guess... Hmm... Because if the Colts win, they still they retain themselves as a six seed, I think. Because I think if the because if the Patriots lose, because the Patriots lose, they actually would get. Because uh, the Patriots lose, I think if the Patriots lose to this one, and I think if the Colts win, I think they would move up one. They would move up one. So that means the Patriots will stay in. And basically that means whatever happens at this point, I'm gonna guess the winning team will face will be a seven seed. It means winners gonna face against basically face off against their get curbs down by the Chiefs, basically. So I'm gonna guess it's gonna be um, I think it's gonna be char I'll say chargers. I'm going to guess Chargers, basically. I'm going to guess Chargers We move on to face off against Kansas City. Because, cause actually, number one seed still in up for grabs, actually. Because, for, for fault falling needs to happen, because for the Titans, Titans clinching the one seed is symbol win and a clinch. The one seed. Chiefs can clinch with a win and Titans loss. Bengals clinch with a, with a, with a Titans loss, a Chiefs loss, and or Patriots loss, or they win, Titans lose, Chiefs lose, and Bills win. And a Bills win over the Jets, which, that seems like a more likely scenario, which could happen, if that is the case for Cincinnati, because they start at one, and then they just gotta watch, uh watch pretty much what, uh, well, they're watching, well, they watch Saturday, because actually, Saturday, the Chiefs face off against the Broncos Saturday, and the Cowboys face the Eagles on Saturday night. And both of those are on Aiden BC, or not NBC, ABC and ESPN. So, basically, they, they get, so whatever results happen on Saturday, determines pretty much the determines like the number one seed technically, so so it means for the so somehow some spots spots are kind of some stuff is for playoff positioning, some stuff is for is for everything else basically. So I don't know much. I'm like. I say if I'm, uh, I'm just saying this to me, I'm like the Ravens, the Ravens sadly just screwed themselves out of pretty much football, of the playoffs already. I mean, the only thing now is just this week is pretty much beating the Steelers, and this is, speaking of that, this, we gotta talk about this Sunday, we gotta talk about this Sunday's game is... Pretty much, in the eyes of everyone else, this is the end of an era. This is going to be the end of an era. I'm calling it as the end of an era because this is pretty much the very end of of Ben Roethlisberger's probably illustrious career. The game is at one o'clock on CBS. On in the Bay Line. The Ravens are the favorites by five and a half points. In the series record, Steelers lead this series 31 24. the last game was December 5th, as the Steelers beat the Ravens twenty to nineteen. And the Steelers actually came back from I believe. I believe ten points down. And they actually uh, was down ten and actually came back, and Steelers had a chance to at least cut down. Was able to run down the field and score a touchdown, but were not able to convert on the two point conversion. So, yes, here it is. Ravens missed the two point conversion with twelve seconds left in this game. In the last game, this is. Between the two coaches, the 30, which will be the 31st meeting between Mike Tomlin, Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin, and Ravens head coach Sean Harbaugh. This will tie Curly on and Steve Owen for the second most meetings between two coaches. And also, this meeting also includes playoff games, which will tie it for second most in league history. So that means next year's game will break it and then. The only one to be left is Lambeau and George Halas, with the record who has the record for four, has the record at forty-nine meetings. So again right here. This is Steelers can make playoffs with a victory over the Ravens, the mine with of an Indianapolis loss in a Miami loss, loss, and. And it doesn't matter how the game who wins between LA and uh, in Vegas because that game just not ha- just has to not end in a tie, <clears throat> not in a tie. So this is the final, possibly the final game of Ben Roethlisberger's career. This is his 247th start. Uh, this will be sixteen year, 18th year. In the league, Roethlisberger is 16-10 during the regular season against the Ravens, 2-1 in the playoffs. In the late, yes, yep, it says here, in the last meeting, Ben threw two, threw two fourth-quarter touchdowns at Heinz Field as the Steelers rally from a 10-point deficit. Ben Roethlisberger is, is going to end. As the most sacked QB in the history of the league, he's going to enter this Sunday with 61 of the 553 sacks he's endured coming at the hands of Ravens' defense. Guards outcome the Steelers are, will finish 500 or better for the 18th straight year. Longest streak in the NFL and pretty much keeps the streak of. It will actually keep the streak of. We'll keep the streak of, of a winning record with Mike Tomlin. With Mike Tomlin. In order for the Ravens to make it to the playoffs. Make it to the playoffs. They need a win. Loss by the Chargers and Colts. And a loss or tie by the Dolphins. So they actually. So actually, it's Dozen, so, basically, it's just either Patriots can win or tie in order for... So, it has sort of scenarios for the Ravens. The Ravens have played a league-high eight games, decided by eight three points or less, and they have won four and four. to four losses combined by a, by a combined five points have all occurred during their five-game losing streak. The goal is for the Ravens... Mark Andrews is 140 records, 40 yards behind the record set by a tight end last season, which was set last season by Travis Kelsey of the Kansas City Chiefs. Mark Andrews has 12, 1,276 yards receiving yards. He has actually broke the Ravens' single season record for a tight end, for yards for a tight end last week against the L.A. Rams. And so far, there have been four players that have started every game for the injury play game so far, which is linebacker Tyus Bowser, linebacker Ty- Patrick Queen, tackle Alejandro Vero Nueva, and guard Kelvin Seitler. So that's actually everything. As I say is, this is the last game of the season of the, of the career of Ben Roethlisberger. I possibly believe, according to a lot of players... Lottings, this could be the end of like also a couple other players as well. Among them is possibly the end of a career with of possibly of possibly Jimmy Smith. I believe where is Jimmy Smith? He's cornerback. Where is he? Ah. It's possibly the end of a career. Of Jimmy Smith. And possibly as... Say about... Some people... Actually have... Heard... This is probably the last game of... Calais Campbell's... Could be the end of the line... For Calais Campbell as well... Because he's been in the league... Since 2008... And he's coming up... And he's uh... He's at 35 years old... And this could be... Towards the end of the road for... I've heard by some people... The end of his road, end of a road for him. Same thing, I believe, with Jimmy Smith. He's been with us since 2011, so this is pretty much might be the end of an 11-year career with him. With him, so it is possibly the end of a road for him. Um, he's been he's been like kind of good. He's been uh, Jimmy Smith. He's been pretty good. He's been. He's had points in his, uh, he's had points in his career where he's, uh, he's been good and he's been injured, but he's also had injuries, has had injuries before in the past, and he's been, uh, he's been injured before in the past, so it is, uh, but yeah, he's been, uh, Ready to, uh, but I think it's been, uh, a good road, and I think it's probably, he's been, uh, I think he's been, uh, hopefully, I'm thinking, like, this time frame, he's gonna be, uh, this will be the end for him, and Calais Campbell, he's been in the league since 2008, so I'm... So it wouldn't be surprising if he's if he's towards he's coming up towards the end of his career as well. So those are gonna be two big players that might be reaching their end reaching the end. I don't know if this is I don't know how much I don't know how many years we signed him. We signed him I think it was two years, I believe. I think it's been two years with Clay Campbell. I believe. I think it's two. Because I believe it's been like two. Because I think we signed them to a two year deal? I believe two years. Actually, here it is. Let me look. Um... Yeah, we signed him because we, we got him via a trade for... We ended up getting him a trade with the Jaguars in 2020 and 2020... No, this is 20... Yeah, March 15, 2020. March 2020, we end up trading uh, for Clayus Campbell. Trying we end up acquiring uh, Clayus Campbell from Jacksonville Jaguars for a fifth round pick. Um, he pretty much was going to make 15 million. The salary cap figure would be 17 and a half million, and we got him for the last year of his four-year, 60 million dollar contract extension of his 60 year Really long contract. He signed in March of 2017, and we end up signing him, adding another year to that contract through the 2021 season. So this is going to be. So this might be. This sadly could be the end because I think he's. I think he's been a good. He's good as like a great defense in a great defensive layer and he has kind of helped rebuild that uh that defense has helped build that defense Be- play a role in helping out with the uh, with stopping the run that was kind of a reason we kind of got him because of what happened to us with the uh, with the Titans when the Titans pretty much beat us in the playoff game in the first playoff game and pretty much we just didn't have any run stop in any much of a run-stopping defense, our run-stopping defense was just beaten up. Was just pretty much abused. So, so yeah, this is sadly the, the end of uh So this could be like, I don't know if it. I don't know if he'll play. I'm probably sure he'll probably play some more, but I. But I wouldn't be surprised if this is that point where he decides. If he just, if Clamble decides to retire. Um, Jimmy Smith, this is probably... I mean, he's been around for a while, but I don't know if this is like... So I think we signed... Because we end up signing him to an extension like last year. Maybe last year. Yeah, we signed him to another deal for this upcoming season, which is... For an upcoming season... It's a one-year. It's a one-year extension. Extension. It was worth up to five million dollars, basically two point two million, five fully guaranteed, five hundred thousand dollars signing bonus, and two and a half million in playing time incentives that are considered lo- unlikely to be earned. Yeah, because we were. He was scheduled to be a free agent at the end of the season after signing one-year, three and a 1000000 dollar extension. Extension. Is he was a former starter, a uh, former starter. He is, uh, but he's been like played a big role because he has. Uh, he's going to be. He will be known as for making probably the last, one of the biggest plays of the Ravens' Super Bowl victory over over the San Francisco Forty Nineers back in twenty fifteen. He was the past. He. Was the quarterback that broke up a pass that was intended for Michael Traptree on fourth and goal, which actually pretty much saved, which pretty much helped seal the the Super Bowl game and pretty much gave uh, Ray Lewis the proper send off. So he'll be known. So he will be known as a hero for Ravens fans. For Ravens, but he has had he's had injuries. Over a wall. It just. uh, But one of those things is like. He's had like injuries. He used to be a star. But now. uh, Now that we've had like. Tavion Young has come back. Which is actually luckily for him. He's been. Among the healthiest. Among this injury depleted. Among this. Injury depleted. Ravens. Team. Uh, This injury depleted. Ravens team. Like, he's been, like, among the healthiest. After a scene where we've lost pretty much... Marcus Peters, Mont Humphrey... Uh... Ardarius Washington, Deshaun Elliott... Uh... Like, a bunch of... Players, like... A bunch of players sent to IR... Sent to IR... Um... One thing I least expect Respect is also, um... Say never uh this season we've had like a lot of players be out because of injuries. Like a lot of players be out because of injuries. And it's unfortunate. It's been unfortunate, so but I appreciate I'm just appreciative of the fact that we actually have had that I mean so far we've ended up being eight we end up ended up going eight and eight. This year, so for in the I mean, for fact, we were eight and eight so far. Pretty much, we end up being eight and eight. Sadly, the sad chances if we actually were able to clinch a couple more games, we would probably be we would be 10 and six, maybe 11 and five. If we are able, like, we still are health, we still, uh, but I say this overall, this has been a Good year so far for Ravens. Uh whatever I'm like at this point, whatever happens at this point now is like it is what it is. I I can't say much about it. Like we pretty much We made it this far. All I'm hoping is now this next season is pretty much we just need to basically just Hope for next year. That's pretty much my uh my MO about it is just now it's just like let's just hope for next year. That's pretty much my uh That's all I'm gonna say about that. So um I'm gonna say that this year I'm gonna give it that's why I'm hoping the Ravens win this one, close this year on a high note, and uh get better. Like let's just hopefully next season, like we'll actually We'll have players. Well, everyone's healthier. Hopefully, this time around, we actually have. Uh, hopefully, we. I mean, we got ten draft picks in like the first five rounds, so let's use those picks to get short the offensive lines some more defensive line. I say get a couple other things. Uh, what are the draft picks? um, let me see if we can find an draft, yeah, here it is, let's see if we can look at the draft order is there a draft order let's look at teams here, let me see teams uh, nothing's popped up here, let's try rounds I don't want to look at the picks. I'm not trying to do selections. I'm just trying to figure out the order. Or that won't be up until... I guess since it won't be up until, like, since it won't be up until, like, next... I guess it won't be up until, like, after this season. So I'm going to wait till after... Actually, I'm going to wait. We'll probably do something, like, layer on. But we do have, but there are some announced, but there have been, like, players that have been, uh, that have called them, called their intentions, announced their intentions, like, for example, Aiden Hutchison from Notre Dame is announced he's going to draft, uh, Sauce Gardner, he announced he's going to draft, and Monts Overs, Mons Overs, so, Mons Overs, um, let's see. Let's see the big one is big one is right now I say the speaking of NFL we gotta talk about of course I'm gonna I guess we should talk about of course the whole thing about Antonio Brown is Antonio Brown and that whole debacle which of that manner which if you don't know what happened to Antonio Brown on Sunday, that on Sunday Antonio Brown, he pretty much had probably possibly one of the biggest reactions uh, that we've seen. Pretty much decided to get himself on the news again with AB, and that is, well, he pretty much had a he got he pretty much got mad. Cause it was basically because it's ever. Now, according to the Bucks, he was pretty much had... It was up to that half time that he was not getting any... Uh, he wasn't getting the ball enough, and he wasn't doing what he needed to do. He wasn't getting his... Uh, he wasn't getting his chance of making... No, his chance of getting the ball. And he pretty much just had a hissy fit. Uh, had a fissy fit. Kind of at halftime. Then it was like some point around the third quarter. He kind of was saying he was injured. And like somehow like coaches were. he According to AB. He said like coach, he had his angle injury. And. But coaches were trying to like force him to play. Despite this angle injury. And he was. He got upset. Got hot. And then. Basically dude. If you haven't seen the footage, he pretty much just takes his he pretty much takes his jersey off. He pretty much took off like this warm-up shirt, like tank top, took that off. He pretty much just jogged and just walked off the field and like he was at one point he was on the end zone, he was jumping like high firing this same piece out everybody, and this this kind of got the high out but speaking of which they crap they, they the Bucks were playing the Jets at MetLife at MetLife Stadium, so at MetLife Stadium. So he was pretty much chanting the pretty much Jets fans, I mean up Jets fans, and he ran off. And NFL ran with this. Pretty much NFL media was thinking like, well, this is Antonio Brown being a diva again. Pretty much, pretty much thinking like he's making this about him, which. Is pretty much like the norm of stuff that happens. He pretty much has done this a ton of times. I all I will say is like I think since I say this, but something has to be wrong with Antonio Brown. Do I think there is something wrong with him? I'm kind of I on the boat like thinking like something had to have happened to him because because if you don't know what happened in a twenty. NFL playoffs. He... This is when he was with the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers were taking on the Cincinnati Bengals in a wall card. And this is towards the end of the game. Patriots... The Steelers were down over the Bengals. Down... Down by, like, I think... 15? I believe... It was... 16-15 Bengals. So... Basically, Steelers were trying to, it was past two minute warning, fourth quarter. Steelers were trying to get down the field in order to kick a field goal and get take the game, steal this game from the Bengals. So, I believe this was third, third and 10, third and like 15. 315 inside Steelers territory, still inside Steelers territory. Uh, ben throws a pass to Antonio Brown. It caught. Co- it goes over his head, and as he was coming down, Fondez Murphy comes through and just hits hits Brown at the at his helmet at helmet helmet, and it knocks him out. Pretty much knocks him out. It gives him gave. Antonio Brown and Concussion. Uh, and and the thing about... If you've never seen it, hit... I can put it up right now on, on... You'll pretty much see this on the YouTube channel. On YouTube. You can find this. You can find the clip. Basically anywhere from various angles. It is very easy to find. I'm going to please play a, play a clip right now. And you'll see it right here. And... It is this brutal hit. It is a hit that is just completely unwarranted. Like, it's completely unwarranted. It is basically a hit that pretty much knocked him out. Took him out of the next game for the Steelers. Pretty much took him out of the next game. But from that hit to that point, something happened to... I believe AB somewhat subconsciously, either subconsciously, mentally, like psychologically, something happened to AB that made him, that warranted him doing all these stupid, like these, do these acts, which he does, and are increasingly like over the top, increasingly over the top. Like for example, like him throwing like, Furniture off a of 14 floor balcony an apartment, him pretty much assaulting people, him not paying for I don't know if I don't know if that's him really him, but something about him mentally or psychologically pretty much has affected him from that hit. And I think we're kinda seeing the signs potentially of CTE. And now we don't know if it is C D until he's dead, but I think right now, like seeing seeing that hit and concussions, what happens to you, it is a sign that something is clearly wrong with him. Now and now we're wondering what happened on after Sunday's game between the Jets and Buccaneers, which Buccaneers actually won uh twenty eight to twenty four after they were down uh at one. Down like twenty four to ten, down the entire game, down 24-10, But we all know, we get you know, Patriots have Tom, Patriots have Tom Brady. They're gonna get. They're gonna find a way back into this game. They're gonna find a way to win that game. So. So. So, um, basically, Bruce Arian says, like, A.B.'s done. He's not playing. He's no longer a buck. Tom Brady, he takes a, like, more human approach. We really don't know what's wrong with him. We're just working with however we can with him. Nice human response. Like, one of the things about Tom Brady you gotta respect is, in interviews, he handles, uh, situations with, uh, class and respect. So, respect to him for staying, uh, professional so what do i think that is going to happen with ab now ab over the past couple days has came out with some receipts about about like he actually had this ankle injury he's had like text messages trying to explain to like not just bruce arians but also various members of the Beccaneer's staff that a hey, I, I have this angle injury and Basically, like, he actually, AV himself, actually went to a uh, top doctor and did some MRIs and x-rays, and it showed, like, there was, like, some ligaments broken, like, there was, like, some bones, like, his ankles, like, fractured, like, basically, it was, like, it was a bad one, like, he shouldn't, like, have played at all, like, that game at all. But he somehow... He said, he said that they, he was prescribed some painkiller, which was a warrant, which is, like, one of those big, dangerous painkillers, which which is, like, one of those painkillers, like, they kind of, like, super strong, and it's something that is dangerous, but we kind of know, like, NFL somewhat, I mean, we all know, like, NFL pretty much, I'm pretty much sure doctors, those team doctors in the NFL pretty much give those guys some form of strong painkillers or some form of some form of steroids. Because, <laughs> because let's be real, if you've, seen, if you've seen how NFL players get hit all the time, some of those plays, you shouldn't really be able to come back into a game for Like, usually, some stuff you're out for, like, you should be out of the game in general, or, out of the game in general but somehow someway some of them banglers pretty much do stuff so uh so there was one of those cases and received um right now like recently like I think yesterday the Tampa Bay buccaneers decided to a fit did not try at least Antonio Brown he was still under contract with him um from, but, but from, but on Thursday they actually announced like because of AB putting out all of these receipts, NFL decided to stri- decide to release him because of this, and like so, there is a thing here that's kind of questionable like it was AB injured because one beforehand he was still like running routes and he was like. Actually, and as he was running out, he was, like, jumping up. Jumping up and down and kind of jogging. Was able to, like, jog off into the locker room. Like, there is, like, injuries. Like, there are certain things that is crazy. Like, there are certain things, like, you still... If you were that injured, your ankle was that bad, like, you shouldn't be, you should hardly be, like, walking with, like, some form of a limp or something. Like, you should be, like, a noticeable limp. Some form of, like, a noticeable limp. But you were just, like, jogging looking like nothing happened. So, I don't know. But, it's, to me, it's still a gray area. Like, if it is an injury or not, we don't know. It's just, uh, it is what it is. So, that's gonna be the big thing there. Um, there's a lot more to cover. So, we're gonna, gonna be watching out for it. And just, uh, point it how we can. All I know is, like, it's a big thing with, uh, Amy, and I'm hoping, like, if, if the injury thing is real, and the Bucks pretty much still, like, kind of force you to play, then in that case, fuck Tampa Bay, and I think whatever the NFL, PA, and NFL does, should punch them to, like, the fullest possible extent they can. So, uh, there's that. Um, if A.B. was lying and this was basically, you just had, like, a, some form of breakdown, like, yeah, you can't really play football until you go seek some help, bro. Like, you can't. You gotta... He, at that point, I'm like, I mean, I had a respect for him. Like, now it's like, I'm getting like, I'm pretty much seeing people saying like, oh, we should probably come to Baltimore. I'm like, no. <laughs> look, even if he, I mean, look, we already got his younger cousin, and he's showing that he is just as talented as his bro- as his cousin, but as his older cousin, but not. We don't need him in there. Corrupting, a, corrupting, pretty much either his cousin or Lamar, because I'm I'm not dealing with I'm not gonna deal with that. And if that is gets that is gonna be like that would be his like last chance if he does come to Baltimore, like because I don't think we would tolerate that shit at all. Like he does do if we catch catch him because I feel like if it was me if, he, if we if i ran Ravens I'll be like this. i would tell Av hey, listen we'll sign you a contract, but if you catch if you get costs lacking once, like lazy or whatever, lacking once, you're done. There's no turning back. We're, we're going to terminate your contract with costs. We'll terminate that contract immediately. Like, we'll, we're done. Like, so, I'm, uh, we're just going to go ahead and move on from it from that. Now let's go move on to something that I've not talked about in a while now, and I don't talk about it a ton, and that is, of course, WWE and wrestling. Wrestling, one of the things is but me, I don't... Me, I watch wrestling kind of regular, kind of regularly, not full-blown regularly. I, I'll watch Raw, maybe, Every once in a while, I'll watch Raw, basically. I don't really watch it that much, because trying to watch three hours of Raw is, watch the Raws now, three hours, is just too much. I do try to watch SmackDown regularly, like, every Friday, because of uh, the stuff going on with Roman Reigns and stuff. Plus, two hours is kind of decent. I've been starting to watch Rampage, AEW Dynamite, and AEW Rampage on Dynamite on Wednesdays, and and uh and uh rampage on fridays which does which is and that's been pretty good my thing is my a pro aw pro wb thing like me i'm a pro wrestling fan like i'm i love like all kinds of wrestling. i can so i'll watch like the aw stuff i'll watch some of the wwe stuff i'll watch some like impact stuff i'll watch some of the stuff from like like some indie stuff like like I'm, uh, I enjoy wrestling. I've been pro wrestling basically since I was a kid. I continue to watch it, and yes, I'm a grown adult, and people are saying like, you know, it's fake or choreographed or whatever scripted. Like, I think it's better than pretty much watching like the fucking Bachelorette or some of these reality shows and whatever. Besides, I'll ever watch something that is scripted or choreographed or fake, if you will. Than some bullshit reality show. So, y'all can suck a dick. So, so, I'm, uh, but recently WWE has released a number pretty much last year, and last year released a number of talents from last year. Among them was Adam Cole. Uh, Adam Cole leaving WB, like, leave or leaving WB, or and or getting their releases from WB, getting released by WB. mon them was let's see we can go through a list like, Tyler, Bre- Tyler Breeze gang Tyler Breeze, Fandango uh, Ruby Riot now Ruby Soho Adam Cole Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish Daniel Bryan Christian Christian Cage pretty much he he returned at the Royal Rumble It's now at AEW now now and like basically and much more and yeah it was like Oh, I can't remember. Keith Lee, carrying Cross, them and many more talent on not just the main roster, but also NXT. And a lot of things were considered redeemed were budget cuts, according to higher ups, which is the WWE's president Nick Khan and like Vince Mann, I think, and like their uh, VP of talent relations John Laurinaitis which is not re- I'm like which I kind of deem BS because you were releasing talent in the middle of a pandemic and one of the things was you did it at a time where Indian rest they couldn't they didn't couldn't after they saw after their non-complete causes up there's not many indie Wrestling, independent wrestling companies right now that are open to do shows, and they still they can't get booked to do those shows, and can't be able to fund their, help fund their families and feed their families and and make a living for themselves. So, you leasing them at that time was kind of BS. Some actually have made have actually have now gone back and actually are now competing in AEW some are in Impact and like uh, some have moved on went to Japan, some have went to Mexico, some have went to uh, various promotions. And promotions like for example and like for example, Adam Cole, who is pretty much one of my favorites right now, pretty much has probably some of the best theme zones I've ever heard of. One of them you, we just, you, that you just heard in the beginning was pretty much one of, was part, was a snippet of his Ring of Honor intro. He pretty much is now in AEW, and he's a bit, he's now a big-time player for them. He's now a big-time player for him. Daniel Bryan, who was a big-time player for them, a former world champion, is now in AEW, and he's been, and since they've been released, they've been competing in Great matches, Daniel Bryan, or I'm sure I say Brian Danielson. He's been giving you know, matches, amazing matches. Heck, he just, he be he just committed, like the last two matches he just committed in, in like a f- two-free span, are probably five-star clap. Both of them are five-star classes. One of them went a full hour, on like free television, for the world AEW's world championship against Hangman Adam Page. So, yeah, that was, that's some, like, not only that, like, pretty much big former WB stars, especially CM Punk, his back now in AEW, if you have not noticed. So, a lot of people, you released a lot of talent, a lot of people, and it made no sense. Some stuff, some of these guys could be some of the people you released could have filled in a great amount of, like, roster spots because right now, right now, there's not much of a tag team scene. Like, some of the people you took out were tag teams. Some people would have helped elevate the upper, from main, like, event spots for, like, those world title pictures would have a lot more roster, especially Keith Lee, especially Keith Lee, should have been a world, should have had a chance at a world title somewhat. Like, I somewhat should have been like around a world title spot. Around a world title spots never thing is like, never thing is like, same thing with like, Karrion Cross. It's just actually a big release. He was at the time and at the NXT Champion... and he had all the great presentation of like a big monster like, force. Like, pretty much looked like like, entrance he had. He had pretty much his girlfriend, who was a piece, pretty much a big part of, like, the entrance and part of, like, the whole gimmick he has. And, like, his appearance, like, everything. Screen, like, big main event talent. And instead of that, you pretty much... But, when you bring him up, brought an NXT. Perfect. It was perfect. Then you bring him up to the main roster and he pretty much turns into you pretty much in his first match on the main roster you have him lose to Jeff Hardy. To Jeff Hardy. Who probably was would have been like a big name you could have just used to, um, to elevate. Um, I'm going to be right back uh, ladies and gentlemen, I just need to grab a charger real quick and because this thing is pretty much getting cl- this computer is kind of around 10% so I want to get a uh, get a plug real quick. So, we're going to take a quick break. I'll be right back. Alright, we're back ladies and gentlemen. I just had to move some things and had to get the plug in. So, we're back Um, we were talking about the whole situation with WB and basically them, like pretty much at least about everybody and like all of the things they've done. Uh, when we last left off, we were talking about Karen Cross and him. Pretty much how? Pretty much they end up. They. They. Uh, pretty much he was. Came, when he came into the main roster, he ended up losing Jeff Hardy, like, in his debut match. And Jeff, like, cheated to win, technically. Alright, Jeff cheated to win. So, there's that situation. So, cheated to lose, win. Then you pretty much... Then you pretty much had him... Then he lost the NXT title to Samoa Joe... And at Takeover '36, the last like big takeover, big takeover, then you brought him into the main roster, and basically you changed his whole gimmick up, changed his whole gimmick up, pretty much, pretty much made him wear like this gladiator type stuff, which did not resonate well. The entrance in Fibes didn't work. Basically, a lot of things involving, pretty much, you just took, like, the mystique of him. You just pretty much made him, like, just some regular character guy and pretty much ruined him. Like, because I think a few months later, they pretty much released him because, well, your gimmick was terrible, but you guys created that character. The character he had originally was better, was way better Keith Lee, you pretty much try chaining up a bunch of things. Like, one of the gimmick, like, you guys like, pretty much Keith Lee in XE was pretty much the best version of himself. Then, when you brought him out here, you pretty much had him wear, like, a, a shirt slash singlet. But somehow, Phantom Man did not like the fact that because when he could be in XE, he was just shirtless. So, WWE's a so Vince told him, like, put on a shirt, which. I mean. I mean, he's a big dude! Let. I'll just say, he just did not like the fact that this man pretty much. Did not like him being shirtless. So he was like. Pretty much made him wear, like, a singlet. Or, a, or like, pretty much wrestle with, like, a shirt on. Like a. Which. Like a compressive shirt. Which. That didn't do really well. He changed his theme, song. his theme song. He was. His He has stopped because of a heart condition. Like, because I believe of COVID. Believe to be COVID related, I believe. COVID related, I believe. He was gone for a long while. Then you guys bring him back and he re. And he kind of renamed himself as Keith Bearcat Lee, which is actually like a. Reference to uh, to a Bearcat, a wrestler who was monitored as Bearcat. I don't know the full name. But he's like a recognized uh, black world champion back in like the 50s, I believe. Back in the 50s. And just didn't resonate well. And then they released him as well. I think he'll be... I think he'll come back in this year. I'll be surprised. If he comes into AEW, I'm like, yep, it's it. <laughs> I'm like, him... Coming back in 2022, I'm like, I'm not surprised if they actually give him an opportunity and he's around for world title scene. Which, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he actually does compete in a world title scene. Or a TNT title scene. So, at AEW. Or he becomes a big player in Impact. So, there is a variety of things. Variety of things there. It is a... There's a lot of things I'm like WWE has basically just dropped, took the bag, dropped it, fumbled it, and this done a bunch of things. Like pretty much, I don't know why they're doing a lot. They're doing a lot of matches. A lot of things they are saying is like they're trying to sell themselves off to who I don't know. I believe there has been rumors that they were trying to sell themselves to uh Fox, basically Fox company. Like so. I guess that's going to be the case. Like, they're going to sell themselves Fox. Some say Disney. Gain uh, WB. Which, I mean, I, there's a lot of things. I feel like they are trying to sell themselves. Which, I don't know what it is. But to me, I'm like, I don't. Because I think next month. I believe next month they're going to be competing. They're going to have a match at an event And, Saturday, but again, next month. Like, another Crown Jewel thing, which. It's pretty much a glorified house show, but it's just like, since it's in Saudi Arabia, they pretty much make it a big live event thing, so I don't know what they're going to do there. <clears throat> do there, I mean, right now, like, they kind of, they're now stopping, stopping COVID testing, and, like, the moment they actually announced that two days later, like, Roman Reigns Their universal champion, they're pretty much the face of the company, ends up testing positive for COVID. And that's the big red flag, because here's the thing. Roman Reigns pretty much has, has been diagnosed with leukemia before twice. One point, he had to relinquish the universal title once prior to pretty much getting treated for leukemia when it came back for the second time. So... The last person you kind of don't want to get COVID ends up getting COVID, which ends up changing the whole, changing up the roster, ends up changing like their day one pay per view, which is, which was their first uh, big event they had on Saturday, and they end up having Brock Lesnar winning the belt, so winning the WWE Heavyweight title from Biggie and his which was a fatal four-way between Big E, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, and Bobby Lashley ends up being turned into a fatal five-way and Brock Lesnar ends up winning the thing and actually ends up hitting Big E, who was the WWE Heavyweight Champion. That caused a bit of an uproar, but because Big E was kind of... didn't get booked enough to be... Didn't book to, wasn't booked to be like a strong champion to lose the title. I mean, to me, it's like it is kind of like I kind of don't think he should have lost the title. That's fine if you go to make him lose the title, but make someone else take the pin, not Big E. Like have someone else not Big E get pinned. Like that is if you want to make sure he's strong, it's like he has to, like a justifiable reason. Like a Hey Brock, you won, but you didn't pin me. <laughs> you pinned someone else. I, I have a, you have a, he has a legitimate reason to actually fight Brock for the title. Which actually, he's not gonna fight him. And there's the thing now, it's actually gonna be Bobby Lashley facing off against Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble, which is kind of a dream match. That's kind of something I'm probably gonna watch, watch Royal Rumble, see that fight because actually that has been a match that Bobby Lashley has been. Asking for, like, three years. Since he returned to WWE. Back in 2018, I believe. So, that is a big match he's been wanting. So, the everything is, what are they going to do now? Since the plan was at day one. It was Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for the Universal title. So, now the question is, since, uh... Brock's the WWE Heavyweight Champion, what are they going to do with, uh, Roman? Uh him and Roman, I don't know now. I've heard rumors that they're gonna make like a triple fret match between Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, and Drew McIntyre for WWE, for like both belts on the line, like a winner take all thing at WrestleMania, which would be a surprise, which wouldn't be uh which would be a big which would be a big uh match. Don't get me wrong, that would be a big match. And that would be an interesting thing. Or it's Roman versus Brock, winner-take-all, one-on-one. Which is another big match, which I wouldn't mind seeing, either. So, there is a variety of things that can happen. So, either way, I'm excited. I'm kind of like, WB is like, I'm kind of just like, I'm kind of just, like, being indifferent with it. I'm like, to me, it's just, like, it is what it is. Like, with this coming, I'm like, I'm not, like, someone who's like, fuck WB. I'm all in for AEW. Like, I mean, I think AEW's good. I'm just, like, AEW's good. AEW has, is kind of doing the right thing, getting good matches out there. I'm just kind of just, like, whatever. I'm just, like... I'm kind of like set. I'm like seventy furry AEW over with W versus WB. I'm kind of seventy furry on favoring AW more than WB because of like it's pretty much like indie wrestling, but it's like you're kind of watching indie wrestling, but but it's shown a more national level. So I'm like whatever. It's to me, I'm indifferent to it. I'm just like to me. I'm just like, to me, it's just, right now, it's like, WWE has to make some big changes right now. They're doing it a ton. mon is pretty much, they actually did, like, yesterday, they actually released, they end up releasing a bunch of names. Mon-Nem, actually, Wednesday, they released, end up releasing, uh, William Regal, Road Dog, and, uh... Couple backstage names, producers, some like talent and stuff. Like for example, one of the first ones, William Regal being released was he was a big part of WB. A lot of people, lot of people that came in that in the company or came into the company, were pretty much brought in because of William Regal pretty much watching them while they were in the indies and pretty much like helping them get that foot in the door, if you will. And he's been a big, play a big role with WWE for a while now. He has, he, earlier on, and, uh, I cannot speak. Just take him a second. Uh, there was a point in William Regal's life during the mid to late 90s, he actually had, like, substance abuse issues. And WWE helped him out with that. Out of that. Out of that, and he... And to me, I'm like, out of all the people you would release from the company, you would release William Regal. William Regal, that is like, because to me, I thought that would be like one of those people, like, you're, he's there forever. Like, because he was the NXT general manager, which, and he actually played, played that role brilliantly played brilliantly. He was probably the best, like, modern, like, GM. He pretty much just didn't do anything. He just didn't do anything crazy. He just pretty much just made, helped make the matches, made the matches, some made matches, and pretty much not getting involved. He was pretty much like a, he was a great like, face GM. He pretty much was a face GM. He was pretty much like played a neutral role, pretty much made sure every match happens. He's pretty much going to be known for, like, his war games, like him, like, calling out war games, like, war games! Like, that's pretty much, like, that yell, like, pretty much. And right around November, which is actually unfortunate now, because now, like, because now every November, like, you kind of... Waiting for here William Regal say it, say it, say the calling it out when uh when our two teams of four facing off against each other. Oh, we know what the time it is, but but now it's that William Regal isn't there anymore, it's now gonna lose. It that's gonna be sad because uh but one of the things is it's kind of like one of those last some of the coaches they kind of release were like. It's pretty much i on like the last like vestiges of like the older NXT, like the NXT that was that Triple H helped rebuild in like twenty thirteen and made it to and over those years he pretty much they made it into this big super like kinda big like like the what like peak kinda like peak twenty four 14 PWG were pretty much like pretty much you had indie stars from all around the world in like one place all wrestling together having pretty much the best matches possible which is which WB did because they had like Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, uh Shinsuke Nakamura, which actually Shinsuke Nakamura, they had The rival, which is now FDR and AEW. Um, like, so much stuff. Like, you know, bringing in people like Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, recently Drew McIntyre, after he did his bouts, did his rounds in the indies. after he was released in WWE, like, back in 2011, like 2012, 2013, I believe. And, um, Just recently, Adam Cole. Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish. Those guys, like, bring them in. Like, if brought in, like, people from, like, the UK. Like, Pete Dunne. Like, Pete Dunne right now. Walt Falter. Uh, Ilya Dragunov, who's in there now. Who's in WWE right now. They brought in Timmy Thatcher, who, which, sadly, he recently got released. And, like, Only Lurkin, Danny Birch like. There's a list of people, like list of names I can just round off, and they brought them in. Like, there's so many, like, talents that sadly are gone, that pretty much, which at its time, like, from, and you watched it from, I say, 2014, 2015 to, like, 20, I say, mid, like, around 20. I say early to mid-2020, it was a, it's every, like, show from, like, the episode on, like, NXT TV to the takeovers, about every match you've seen was kind of just constantly hit after hit after hit, just, besides Mike, I say, Mike, if I have any favorite takeovers takeover matches. I say the top three or four I've, I've personally like I've even watched for your replay or watched live. My three favorites has to be Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano over New York. I'm kind of a homer for that one. Sasha Banks versus Bailey, Takeover Brooklyn, which is a classic, which is pretty much one of the first classics you, everyone should watch. And the one that pretty much got me really watching NXT a ton, because this is like the first time I've seen this sh- first show, uh, NXT show I've ever seen. And actually, you can actually find it, and I actually did a live reaction of this show, NXT Takeover Dallas. That is sh- Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura. That is a Absolute classic from start to finish, cause that's the first time I have ever seen like Sami Zayn, a seen that Sami Zayn show. Because the thing is back, cause back in, if you wanted to see NXT, you had to watch it on the network. It was not on USA like USA like now. Before USA, it was on WWE network, and and it's the first time I've got the network. That was the first time I actually seen. Seen uh, NXT live that show was amazing I'll say this because NXT did a lot of things with wrestling, tag team wrestling made tag team wrestling great in WWE again it made women's wrestling great pretty much helped make women's wrestling in WWE greater for the better Especially uh, what they have now, are pretty much oh, better for better, and like pretty much made a lot of names that were known in the Indies better, bigger in like WB. So it did a lot of names. It's just since early twenty twenty, late twenty 2020, twenty, early twenty twenty one. Vans of man, pretty much is like okay. Pretty much took Triple H off. Which was that? Which was his product? Which is kind of his baby, is like child, and he pretty much managed. Scorpion Snatchers is like, all right, I'm turning into my own thing, and we've got NXT 2.0, which pretty much has pretty much like erased everything that Triple H built at the time, and is now just a shell of like what it was. Because I've been to, and I've been to the NXT show. Because i actually been to, like, an NXT live event myself back in 2017? Say 20... now it's like 2016, 2017. I have... I actually have the day... I actually have the uh, photos, actually. I have some photos of the event myself. And it was a fun time. Like, that was a fun event going there. And it was held in Broadbent Arena. It was... And it was actually pretty good. Like, they are... Pretty much... All the shows are, like, amazing. Like, I actually... And I actually have a photo of... Uh, after a show with Johnny Gargano. Who... And that is actually been... Uh, so... That's... That's one of the things about... That is, like, NXT's practically gone now. all this life is, like... Not much of... Anything now. So... If is planning to sell a like, whole company... Because... I mean, that's why I wouldn't be surprised if I heard it. Because, but it is just weird that you're just... You're pretty much have released so much talent, which could be, like, part of a main roster, in a main roster, and could be world champion. Part of a world, either A, the world champion team, or could be, a, like, a world champion for you guys. And pretty much... And if the main thing of you guys, of course, in WB's mindset is you need to make money, those guys can pretty much make money. Could have made money, but WB, according to WB President Nick Khan, who I'm going to assume is probably a fucking moron, he probably, he, they don't move the needle. Like, like guys like Angle, like guys like Samoa Joe, guys like don't move an eel to y'all. i say this. Joe being, uh, being released got released yesterday. I'm like, I feel bad for him because he, because he should, because he actually brought him in in like 2015, 2016. And, uh, and I saw and Samojo I love Samojo like in uh, Impact in or the old TNA days like that. De- Dude is pretty much... Dude pretty much is, like, pretty much... If I wanted to be a wrestler, that is probably on, like, the styles I would be influenced by. Because I'm influenced by his style. I'm kind of influenced by, like... A bit of, like, Kyle O'Reilly style as well. Like, striking stuff. Especially, like, Arena of Honor Kyle O'Reilly. Especially him. And, like, R.E.D. So... So, it's, like, those are... So, it's like, that is, uh... It was, like, one of my favorite... on of my, my top five favorite wrestlers. And, in fact, they released him... They released him last... In 2020. In, like, 2021. But, Triple H... end up, like... Like... Hey, y'all aren't using him in Jeez, let, let me have him. <laughs> let me have him in NXT. And then, it's like... you end know, up coming back in NXT. He ends up winning the title from Karrion Ross, And then, like... 2 weeks after he won the belt, he had to relinquish it and because of an undisclosed injury with some undisclosed injury he ends up having to relinquish it and eventually he got released yesterday. So it's unfortunate now that he's going to be released but I know saying like if A is going to come back to Impact I'm hoping for two things. If he's coming back to Impact, Impact's going to get a big boost from this. Or he can come back from the... From whenever... Marine comes back from their hiatus. And plays a role for them. Or he goes to AEW. And if that happens... Since... <laughs> I mean... Right now, AEW has pretty much... Brian Danielson... CM Punk... CM Punk... The Young Bucks... Kenny Omega... John Moxley... Also known as Dean Ambrose, Adam Cole, Kyle Riley, Bobby Fish, and there's a possibility of like, uh, of like Johnny Gargano coming in, like, and much more. (laughs) All I'm saying is this, if if you're WWE, if Samojo, you pretty much let go go Samojo, and he he becomes a big name in AEW, GG, (laughs) that's it. (laughs) GG, you're done. Let's, like, at point, like, you know what? I'm, because I kind of said GG to WB at all out, because I actually watched all out last year and all in September, and I just said to myself, as soon as I heard, since Adam Cole came out and Daniel Bryan, I was like, that's it, GG, it's done. Like WB, pretty much about to get blown up out. Like, I'm saying this like right now. Way AW, AW ended twenty twenty two out, especially with Adam Cole now being teamed up with Isle Riley and Bobby Fish, which was the original in Dispute Era, and Daniel Brought Brian Anderson's having match after match after match, having some five star classics, two pretty much, with for the AW world title with Hangman on Page. What is it gonna look like when right now and amongst pretty much having probably one of the all-time best feuds right now with MJF, who is a great talented young individual, like probably one of the best heels ever. Who pretty much has the best, one of the best promos right now in the game right now. If you haven't heard a promo from him, my goodness. If you are, I say this: if you're part of like PC, like safe work stuff. Don't watch MGF, because if he will say things that will be roasting people for sport, and it's fucking hilarious, and I fucking love it, so, don't, uh, if you don't want to watch it, don't watch it, but if you do, go give it a watch, because it is, it is personally hilarious, because he is personally great at that, so... So, yeah, that's that's my opinion on that whole thing with WWE. It's like, right now, AEW's doing good. WWE needs to do better. Do better, man. Like, you guys have a lot... Should be better from what you should be. Because... Yeah. Okay, moving on. We're gonna go ahead and move on. I guess we'll... uh, I guess the last topic, uh, I guess for the last topic, we got to talk about, I guess, we got to bring up the, I say Forecastle, I say Forecastle, let's end, uh, talk about Forecastle, if you don't know, uh, if you're wondering what is Forecastle, Forecastle is quite possibly This is. Let's see here. Forecastle is. Let me see if I have it on my story. Let me see if I can find my story. I'm going to go find my story. Oh, let me see if I can find my stories here. No, that's not it. Um. Where are going to go find your story history archive. There it is. Jeez. Yes. So, Forecastle. It is the premier music festival event in we're here in Louisville, Kentucky. It's Hell at from Punk about every year. It didn't happen in 2020 because I don't think it happened in 2020 because of COVID. And I don't know if they did anything last year. Because I think maybe they did. Maybe it didn't. I'm not sure. But this year they're coming back. They're actually in May. And May is going to be at the end of May. May 27th, May 29th. 29th, Friday, May 27th to Sunday, May 29th. They are going to have like a bunch of people come in through... Is a bunch of names coming through. The main, uh, the big show on Friday will be Louisville's own Jack Harlow coming over, along with Earl Sweatshirt and Wale will be at the at forecastle event on Friday. Saturday, there's gonna be like Tame and Paula coming through, and on Sunday, Tyler the Creator and I believe Black Pumas will be actually at the event as well. So on Sunday, so there is gonna be a big date. I'm probably more, I'm definitely planning on attending that event because I'm not really a music festival fan. But since Jack Harlow is pretty much a local fan, I'm probably going short the entire city like all my friends are pretty much gonna be there. So I'm probably going to attend that. So I'm so yeah, you guys will probably see me, but who knows like who knows what happens from now till that event. Actually, who knows? Because, because your boy's gonna be in the gym heavy. <laughs> he's gonna be going to the gym quite heavy. So your boy is, boy gonna you're gonna see your boy a little thinner, a little leaner. I mean, I'm still gonna have the same kind of similar haircut, similar beard. Might have it cl- trim down a little cleaner because uh, your boy kinda tries to keep this thing clean. I'm gonna keep this. Or might have myself clean shaven, a little clean shaven. So, so yeah, depends on what you see. So, yeah, we got. So yeah, that's about it on that one. I guess the last thing is, I think there is one last thing we can talk about, and I guess all I can, I guess we should bring this up because this is like the one of the biggest. Things that was in the news. Oop, we have breaking news. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. The three f- men that working that were found guilty of Almer, of the murder of Almad Arbery has been sentenced to life in prison plus twenty years. Actually, it says here... Actually, it says here... Travis Michael... And his son... And his father, Gregory McMichael... Have both received life in prison... Plus 20 years without the possibility of parole. Their neighbor... William Roddy Bryan Jr. Was sentenced to life in prison... With the possibility of parole after 30 years. Both... All three men were found guilty of... On multiple counts of murder for the killing of ahmed urbury a 25 year old black man who was fatally shot while out on a jog during on february 23rd 2020 2020 so there are they are going to be sent to jail so that is a big announcement there and that is possibly Finally, the family, is now finally going to be now the free men deserve. Personally, the free man deserves life in jail, especially the one guy who actually took the video himself, deserved a life sentence, and actually also served. Parole because he joined the fatal case. He actually joined the chase. So, so right now that is going to be okay. Yes, it is actually Travis and Greg Michael were sentenced to life in prison without parole. It is actually William Roddy Bryan, the third man who's going to be sentenced to life in prison, but he has the possibility of parole after 30 years because of, since he actually took the, was recorded, the footage himself, he will be facing in jail. Time. All I know is this. All I will say is to the, to pretty much those, to the Michaels, all I'm going to say is don't drop the soap when you're in jail, my friends. All I'm going to say is, well, actually, all three of them, especially the dude who recorded, even though you recorded it, all three of y'all don't drop the soap. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. Y'all do not drop that soap. That's all I'm going to say about that, because y'all were wrong for doing that, and y'all deserve jail time. It's a despicable act for that despicable act. So, uh, but finally, there was injustice served. Um and hopefully that's about it. The la- I guess now this is like the real final one because I guess this is the last topic since we're kind of speed running through a couple of these couple topics that one just came up as like breaking news because <laughs> I just because I just pulled up Twitter and just saw this. But the last big one I actually do want to talk about is actually I'm gonna go for this one because this one's faster than the other one. And I actually made a tweet about... And this is something that was talked... We and, uh... Uh... Was kind of talked about... Was... Was kind of... If I have it... Where is it? Because... Yeah, it was pretty much this show where, uh... Basically, uh, it's a podcast called Fresh and Fit Podcast. If you don't know what it is, uh, the Fresh and Fit Podcast is, it's a, this show that talks about a lot of, like, live issues, like, with the, the, uh, Manosphere, it's pretty much, like, a red pill channel, kind of, like, on the red pill, like, the alpha male channel. Like, a lot of the stuff now, like, to me, it's, like, my, here's my opinion on, like, Red pill, like the man of spear stuff. I like here's the thing. I can agree with like of people you got of uh, people like like men, such as myself, pretty much getting on a pot doing like podcasts or something where we just talk about men stuff, talk about issues us men deal with on a regular basis, we should like having some form of outlet. I can understand Us men, we should have an outlet of some way, shape, or form to speak our minds and discuss things and have communication with one another. The issue, but there are, but many, but of course there are some good things involving that. But you'll find there are varieties of channels that make these things where they are pretty much going crazy on into like this culture of like, Hating on women. And Fresh and Fit's like one of those examples. Of one of those examples. You will keep. That you've seen. Where they have pretty much a lot of like. This. Unlike a lot of shows. Like a lot of the people. They. Some they invite on. Majority of them. Like these Instagram models. Their show is like based in Miami. and Miami Florida. So. A lot of the ID models they find. Are pretty much in the Miami area. A lot of them are kind of like. Aren't not going to have the best opinions on stuff. Aren't going to be the best things to talk about. A lot of them. Most of them. Actually kick off. Like. Women on the channel. Like the. Like mon them. Like the light skinned dude on their. On their channel. Which I'm going to post a photo up here. Uh, uh, Myron. uh, Who is the host. He actually had this. Like back and forth. He ended up having this like. Back and forth with uh, with one of the guests they had on was Agent Doll, who is a rapper, who uh, was a popular female rapper, is not, what, a lot of people know her for, for much having a relationship with the late King Vaughn, who was another rapper, and basically they had her on the podcast, and the thing is, she ended up walking off their podcast after her and the host and Myron, who is the host, had this, like, back and forth conversation. Because, like, she was having, like, this conversation, with, having conversation with, like, another woman on the podcast. And, basically, she just, basically, was, like, kind of, like, left. Because, uh... Myron was, like, kind of, like, getting upset because of, like, her, like, sort of interrupting her, which is disdain. And, yeah, this uh, became a big mainstream thing. Like, a lot of people retweet and liking this and doing all this and a lot of stuff, and it became this big thing. And eventually there was, like, a lot of quotes, a conversation where they started talking about, like, Talking about like pretty much, them like pretty much date like pretty much their dating lifestyles, and they kind of end up saying some things about them not dating like, in black women. Uh, pretty much kind of spoke like dismaraging things, and like they went say a couple things, and they are kind of lame for saying this stuff. Like they are really really dumb on their on the bullshit, like. I pretty much criticize. I don't. I kind of just look, hear them, and I'm like, kind of like, it's kind of dumb to me because here's the thing to me: if you are, if you say you're an alpha male, like thing about alpha males is this: you say it all the, if you say it all the time, I'm like I'm an alpha male, I'm an alpha male, I'm an alpha male. That is, you're not an alpha male. Real alpha males usually. Acts before saying anything like like if you think about like mike tyson is probably an alpha male i say an alpha male in theory like because the man acts proves it through his actions more than he does his words like i say the rock is kind of like an alpha male like the man works out constantly the man does a lot of, like, all these, like, move, try working on all these movies, doing all these projects, businesses, and all this stuff. He, I look at him as, like, an alpha male. As an alpha male, more or less. Like, he's one of those people. Like, that is, there's a lot of things, like, to me, it's, like, AIDS do say some a lot of stuff on, on dumb things. Like, I'm pretty much, to me, I never understood, like, the red pill Mentality like that red pill stuff. Don't get me wrong, there are certain things about red pill I kind of like, but so, but it has now like turned into like this thing where it's basically helped fund like the like the incel culture, like the culture that like is crazy, like they're like have taken over that movement, like it's pretty much like started properly taking it on a life of its own. And it's just using like the red pill, like that red pill thing to just bash women constantly. Like I like I get it, like the some of the feminism ran the straight I say like there's some things about feminism that are good. I can understand women, you know, some of y'all deserve equal rights, but some of y'all ass, like, I say ass too much things. I say, men, we have some issues we need to discuss and some of us need to have certain liberties, but there are certain things we kind of need to back off on. (coughs) My opinion, abortion, my opinion, with a majority of the congressmen, congressmen, okay, congressmen, need to stay out of this whole shit about Abortion. (laughs) That is not our business. Just back off on that. To me, my opinion, for abortion is pretty much simply this. And it's not my choice in a matter. Not my really my say. Not really my choice. If you, ladies, if you choose to get the abortion, look, I mean, if I'm able to pay for it, I will pay for it, however we have to do this. But or in that, that ain't really my business, that's your body, your choice. End of story to me. Getting that out there. But Fresh and Fit, in particular, they are really have been exposed for a lot of things, particularly they've had issues with like one small young uh... one uh... small YouTube channel called Playback that or pretty much around the same age as me. Um, pretty much criticized them for some of the stuff they are. Some of the stuff they're talking about. Because. Like same thing with Abby and Preach. They have actually called them out on certain things. Which actually caused like a huge. Drama thing. In 20. Earlier in 2021. Like in August. Even August. Like Abby and Preach pretty much debated over like. The legalization of like. It should, pretty much paying for the box, paying for the punani, should be legal or not. Personally, for me, I, as someone who has paid for said services, I think it kind of should be regulated, it should be legal somewhat, I think it should be, like, regulated to me. Like, to me, if you, I'm not saying if sex work isn't for you, don't do it, it's a choice. Like me, I done it before. I've chosen to have paid for services every once in a while because, personally to me, it can't, I am not the best at spinning games with girls. I'm not, I don't have that much confidence in my, in my abilities to talk to a girl and make moves, so I pretty much chose to pay for the box. That's pretty much me, my reasoning why I've done it it may be different for someone like you. So, I'm not telling you guys to go out and pay for box. I'm not saying, like, should I... Do I think it should be legal in some way? Yes. I mean, I think it should be, like, women who do... Like, a lot of women have found ways of making that a business. Some people pretty much made it a career. They've chosen to make it a career. And, I mean... Like, I wouldn't date a point I wouldn't date an escort. I wouldn't date an escort. I would pay... I would pay to have sex with them. I wouldn't pay for a dating... I mean, what, a date... Like, OnlyFans model. Like, OnlyFans, like, stuff with OnlyFans. Let them make their money. Let them make their money. Like, it's not really our business. Just mind your business. If you don't want to pay for it, don't pay for it. And don't criticize them for... Don't openly criticize when you pay for it. It's like for example, I'm probably sure so they had this debate oh they actually had them on the channel. They talked about it. Uh, I think I Priest wanted to go back and look into that into that video, pretty much talk about it, like pretty much to me, like like thinking about Fresh and Fit it was kinda like they didn't like paying for box because you might not get their best or or pretty much you're not going to be, you don't feel respected when you do it. Like, I think it depends on how much, what you're paying for the services. <laughs> like, I if, so if you're paying like $50 for paying like 50 bucks or something for like, I mean, if you're paying like at least 100 or less, you're not going to get the best service. Really the best service and you're not going to get, like, the best type of women. But if you're paying, like, if you're paying, like, a thousand, two thousand for, like, three, four hours with a pretty, esc- a beautiful escort, for an escort, you're going to get, like, probably the best service you'll ever get in your life, guaranteed. So, and the day is, like, a lot, and here's the a lot of men who are, high value or rich people, CEO, CEOs, millionaires, billionaires, like pro athletes pay for box because it's much more convenient and easier and it's more ease of access. So my that's pretty much why a lot of men do it. I'm not I mean that's why I do it. I've paid for it. I'm pretty much am taking a literal break from it because i'm not trying to do it ever not ever again but at least not do it as often as i used to like in 2020 my goal is like at least if i'm going to do it it's going to be like a once in a blue moon type thing like when i'm like like a celebration type thing like like maybe i got a big maybe i like I don't know. I just bought something. I don't know. I saved up money. Or maybe I cleared off debt. Maybe I cleared off a debt. Like maybe I just cleared off this big credit card or like one big debt I was paying off. Paying and oh, I finally got this money. I got this money. Right. I'm going to go celebrate and I'm going to use this free money to the extra money I now have to I can use that to binge some. I'm not saying that's the best healthy way. There's other ways of doing it. Like, you could just pay to buy some new clothes. In case you could use that to buy some. Go to the mall, shop, and stuff. So, hold on one second. Okay, we're back. So, my sister thought I was actually uh, on the phone with somebody. It's actually recording. So, yeah, that's the thing. So, this was a debate. Like, Evan Priest wanted to go... Through like debate that's pretty much run back this whole thing of all being sex work. And the main thing is like the thing about Fresh and Fit, they took that criticism and they fought, they were attacking them and were trying to like clout farm over them because they were like the new, because they were like the new kids on the block and stuff and like to the YouTube and like mass beer game, and pretty much got criticized over it, and pretty much attacked Evan Preach, and was like, we are better than you guys, we make more money than you guys, we're famous than you, and it's like, saying all this wild stuff, and then pretty much, like, attacked uh, Preach, is like, heritage, and, like, pretty much talked some, some perishing series about his, like, his wife, so... Wife and, uh, and his heritage, and pretty much where it came from, which is like Haiti, under Haiti, and like pretty much challenging him to like box them, to like box them, okay. challenge him to, like box against them So yeah, that was a uh, box against them and basically preaching of accepting that as you should, you should, you have a right to. You have a right to, like, stand up for yourself and, like, stand up for yourself, especially for your family. And, eventually, Abba, eventually, like, Fresh and Fit, like, kind of, like, tried to back out of it. Back out of it and, and I'm giving, like, an apology, which was, like, half-hearted. And, basically, I was, like, and that's, like, one of those things about it is, like, They have said, like, a bunch of things. They claim they're an alpha. Like, if they're, like, an alpha, like, usually if someone's... And, like, they basically have gotten criticism by, like, a lot of people all around YouTube. And a lot of things has come around until, like, recently. they one of the things is, like... Like a lot of things about like Fresh Fit, they pretty much don't. They just say a bunch of, I say a lot of BS to me. Like to me, I'm like looking at it like they just. I don't look at them like anything important. Like to me, it's like they say a lot of dumb stuff. Like they pretty much like an aura about yourself as I value man. Like guys like like a thousand women or some bullshit like some dumb shit like it's. Weird... Like, some dumb shit. That's some dumb shiz. Like, me. That's some dumb... That's dumb. I think they... Like, the thing about Myron is, like... You say you're a high-value man. You don't pay for box. But you're pretty much... You have a pro... But the dude has a profile on his... On a Seeking Arrangements website. Like, a Sugar Baby website. Sugar Baby, Sugar Day website. So... You're on that. That's one. Number two. Pretty much dude Walter. He pretty much say the same thing like he don't pay for box. Yet pretty much one of his like racing girlfriends if you don't know is actually a sugar baby. <laughs> is actually a sugar baby. No cap. Yeah DJ Academics actually come on the show on the show, on that show once, before, and actually called him out for pretty much his girlfriend, dating his girlfriend, who is a sugar baby. I mean, his girlfriend, who is a sugar baby, because they went out on a date on a yacht. And, on a yacht. (laughs) That's one day. Like, there was like one video he did, like a while back, where, I think a while back, he actually... Uh, Fresh, which it, I believe Walter, who is like the dark skin gu- dark skin brother, he pretty much has a, he has a pretty much a, he pretty much has a, um, he has a, um, let's see, he did a video where he was trying to, like a danger like he was like it was like. One day you met like an NBA player who was like looking for like a party. Somebody, a brand new job. He's like, hey man, I'm trying to find the best part. I'm trying to look for this party like on the best side of town. Like, you know where the best place is? It is he's like, oh yeah, I can help you up. Let me, I can, I can into this party here. Like, I was like, cool. Like, hey, I think you have an NBA player. Like, I like, hear you're an NBA player. He's like, oh, what do you have? Like, what do you see? And it's like this funny, and it's like this stupid ass thing. Like, and he's like, they're both going through each other Instagrams and stuff. And it's like, oh, you know, her? oh, that's no, that's wrong. Like, oh, that's uh, we fucked the same girl. Oh my god, like, on some dumb shit. <laughs> and then he's like, and then it's like the NBA players. So I'm like, oh, I'm uh, I'm at this mansion party. Like, you got is like tomorrow or some shit. Like, you want oh, to come? I'm like, sure. And it's like, and like NBA and goes to, like it's NBA players party, party and stuff, Are I and stuff. And somehow he ends up, you know, the enemy player and he has like these free girls coming up to him, and then dude sends up having like saying he had a free something with the free girl. I'm like, it's like, this is where I think like, dude said he had a freezer, and it was like with free girls. I'm like, wait a minute, how do you have a freezer with free girls? Like, usually, I mean, you smash like two of them, and one of them was left on, or. Those girls had a free something, and you were in a corner beating your beats, bro. Like, they're at, like, the Batman. Remember, what did you say you had a foursome, not a free something? <laughs> so I'm like, and here's the thing like, do you not think, like, those girls, that those girls at that mansion party weren't being babies? <laughs> like, you aren't surprised by this at all? I'm like, so, there's, like, a lot of things at, like, about it, like, they were talking about. Now this is something about them that if you want to know, they are they recently were kind of using like YouTube's like copyrightism, and we're trying to get, we're giving like copyright strikes to like these channels, to these channels, all these channels that criticize them over the years, and the thing about YouTube's copyrightism is they are kind of hard to deal with. For example. <laughs> So, <laughs> uh, with their system, they are abusing system. they, uh, one of the things about it, if YouTube is, their YouTube, they, YouTube takes, doesn't take kindly if you abuse their system and put fraudulent claims, copyright claims, first says that's not, that is actually fair use. So... Yeah, <laughs> like, speaking of which, if they actually do find this podcast, do find this podcast episode, and they actually find this clip, these clips of me, first of all, if fresh, fresh, and or Fit, you guys are wanting this, ain't hey there, I'm realizing you guys, and this is actually, and what I'm saying, some of the photos, and maybe some clip clips I might use, is going to be on here, and this is all in the realm of air use, so if you want to come at me, please, I would love for y'all to come at me, <laughs> I dare you to try to come at me, because I will pretty much find a way to talk, I will find a way to get, I will let you know, you guys have already been, have had YouTube be on your ass, I'm certain I will find a way to work <laughs> work with YouTube to get my shit back on, so good luck trying, <laughs> but <laughs> so, I don't know to me, it's just to me, like, a lot of this stuff involving, like, the man of spirit and, like, a lot of stuff, they say is kind of dumb, like to me, the main thing is, like, you saying, like the thing, like, they pretty much openly, like, have admitted multiple times that they don't, like, they actually don't, like Black women, really. They actually don't date black women, really. And, and, but the way they kind of said it is, like, it's, it's deemed racist. Like, to me, I'm not, to me, like, I've, if you ask me, like, I, what they are saying is their preferences is, Like the preferences are like if they just said preferences are like I don't really date black women I don't like dating black women and they have like and they just said something different and it's like say something that was like more or less along the lines like I don't like I don't like dating black black because, like I don't like like I don't really like braids. And it's like black women with braids, then it's like Oh, that's their okay, that's a pref- that's their preference. They don't like braids black women of race. Okay, that's fair. But they but the way they say it was like they don't like like well what they say they don't like Dane like Shaniqua's and like I was a... it kinda of just made it racist. Like you're really like saying some racial that is like you really don't do something of race. Like like to me, like preference there is a huge difference with like me I I'm like, I don't, because me, I'm pretty much more on, I like dating like more or less like white women to me, if it's just me, I, reason, I kind of prefer dating like white women over like black women because me, I have grew up pretty much in like the suburban parts of like, I pretty much grew up in like the suburbs, pretty much more like in the upper, not like middle class, but like so around the middle class parts of, like, I pretty much, I've went to school in, like, the eastern parts of, like, Jefferson County, so I pretty much, so majority of the students and I'm around, majority of the people I'm, I'm nor, I'm near, is white women in particular, is pretty much white people. So, to me, based because of, like, where I have grew up at, I'm between, if I'm pretty much, if there was like a black woman or a white woman at, basically asked me on a date I'm probably more I would be more inclined to saying yes to a white woman before I would say yes to the black woman now it doesn't mean I don't I mean I want not date a black woman I'm I am pretty much like I am fond of all women of all races colors Shape and size, I don't mind at all. That now that is what I just said is based on is preference. This is where you pre, This is where racism comes in. Like for example, if basically a woman saying, like for example, like if a dude just said, "Oh, I don't want to date. I don't want to date a black white." I don't want to date, like, say an Asian woman because, oh, they they have, like, this, they are pretty much, their eyes are slanted or they pretty much, because of, like, their eyes are slanted or something like that, like, because of their eyes are slanted, like, are you sure, like, eyes are slanted, like, five, they're too quiet in nature and, like, all, some of that other stuff, that's kind of just racism and that's, yeah, that's kind of racist there. I don't know. I, I'm not that, inclined, I'm not that good with, race, stuff. I'm not trying to be, push them in like, that's, kind of thing. Or maybe it's like, I don't want to do black women, because they're too, ratchet, or, loud, you know, like, fair, that's where it is, that's where it's racist. Like, that's, now there's, thing like, depends on, where you meeting these women at? A majority of the women that they meet is pretty much our Instagram models. Are one Instagram models, and two, you go out to these nightclubs. Of course, you're going to find those types of women. That's like selection bias. That's where you're getting it from. That's your some of the girls you meet are going to be like are like bottle girls. You're meeting like different meeting those types of people. It is going to be a bit different. Yeah, it is where the racism gets gets in there. So so I'm like to me it is what it is like with I'm just hoping like with audiences oh, to me if you actually are like someone who is into like Manosphere, is trying like one honestly this just avoid listening to those guys. They're pretty much to me, idiots in general. I personally find them idiots, to be honest. To be honest, if you want to hear anything, I still say, I will say, like, I have watched, kind of introduced me to play, to the Playback YouTube channel, which I actually watch, and the Abbott Preach YouTube channel, which, and both of them do good amounts of stuff, and they're, and they've been around for a while now. Like, some of them are around. Them. Like, Playback's, playback is like I think one is like one is like 27 28 one is like 25 26 around my age range so I'm very much at my age range. gold South, they actually do like video so sort of similar pretty much similar to Aben preach and they pretty much are a pretty much a pretty good duo and they pretty much are pretty much a great duo and they pretty much Uh, say a hundred good things. Like, there are some things. Like, there are some podcasts that are good, like, here. Like, I'm I'm gonna kind of... I mean, anything you guys want to listen to, like, any dudes, like, talk about man issues better is probably Joe Rogan. Like, Joe Rogan, Jordan Pison. Uh, if you're looking for, like, a local take, local take if you're from Louisville, I definitely recommend searching, uh, the Lou Boys podcast. They're, uh, now, they're actually good guys. They do uh, kind of like have some like, ignorant ignorant takes, but actually do talk about dating and relationships and all that stuff. So that is the type of podcast you should go see that you can go see. And every, every piece of advice, probably start a lot watching and or listening to some Patrice O'Neill comedy because some of the stuff he says actually works a whole lot better of it. Better advice than whatever these guys say, and uh, then what those two would say to me. They're just uh, they are just kind of dumb. I'm just like, it is what it is at this point. So, yeah, let's because I just said this like, it, it's just on that red pill BS, which I personally just find. Completely stupid. I just personally just... In particular, like, some of them are extra, and some of them are extra, extra. So, I'm like, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not... Um, so, that's going to be the, it, the end of this episode of the podcast. A little on the teeth. We did get over two and a half hours in... Woo! So, we're good, and, um, uh, I feel great about this. So, thanks, guys, very much for watching this, uh, episode of J Money Talks Podcast. This has been episode number 24, Kobe episode. Um, thank you guys very much for watching. Uh, please be sure to give this bad boy a like. Uh, follow J Money Talks Podcast on, follow J Money Talks Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, go uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, we're going to have a lot of content out for 2022, in particular, with especially with Monday YouTube, we're going to have a lot more content outside of the podcast, we're going to be doing also a like variety of, maybe some live, we might do maybe some live episodes, maybe here and there, but we're going to try at least key regular, keep the episodes regular, out on a regular basis. I kinda hope to do some on at least Wednesday, at least on Wednesdays, On I say at least on Thursdays, maybe, I say on Thursdays at best, like try to get them out on Thursdays, on Thursdays, this one came out a little later because I've had, because uh, yesterday I just didn't really want to record much, I was kinda busy with my own personal business, so yeah, that's pretty much uh, the reason why. So if you guys enjoyed this video, like I said, give it a like, share, subscribe, and all of the good stuff. Be sure to follow me on all the social media, keep up with what I'm doing. If you guys wanna keep up with what I'm doing right now, just going to be heading off to G- be working out and getting the getting right for at least for July of twenty 20- getting at least right for uh, July 29th, which is actually going to be the premiere of the Black Adam movie. I'm actually trying to try at least getting to that Black Adam cosplay because of that, because I am a huge fan of A Rock, so I want to at least do uh, a cosplay of Black Adam for that. So, that being said, thank you guys very much for watching. Be sure to leave a like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff, and we'll be... We're about to get up to and uh start 2022 off good. And let's say 2022 is gonna be a big year, and you guys do not wanna miss it. Till then, my friends, goodbye, and good night.